In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Martin Luther King Jr. Here at The Product Boss, we have decided that we will not be muting our account. We will not be muting our podcast. Silence is not what this movement needs right now, the Black Lives Matter movement but it also doesn't need our voices. Rather, we believe that the honor and privilege of having a platform will allow a place to amplify voices of our Black community. We promise to listen. We promise to share. We promise to donate. We promise to purchase from Black business owners. We promise to engage and participate in uncomfortable conversations to bring about change. We will not sit silent during this time. We will use our small platform to amplify voices, to share businesses, and to continue to support our diverse community but this is still a time of COVID and we promise to show up for our small business owners as they try and keep their businesses afloat for all of you. And many of them are black owned businesses and they also still have businesses to run. We will not abandon any of you now. This is not the time for silence. This is not the time for muting, but rather this is the time to amplify voices. And that is what we are committed to doing. We've always said this and we'll say it again to all of you. You are not alone. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Welcome to a very special series, sharing the stories of female Black-owned product business owners. We really want to thank these women for sharing their voices, their stories, and their businesses with this community. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitap. We're asking of our community to support each other. One positive way to take action is to buy from Black-owned businesses today and beyond. And outside of purchasing, make sure to follow engage, and share their businesses. Ready to listen? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Jacqueline and Mina here of The Product Boss. And we're excited to have Ashley Evans of InBooze on with us today. Hey, Ashley. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. So we, um, you know, we are trying to amplify black owned business owners, especially female business owners and, and your voices. And, um, you have a very interesting story and background, which we will get into in a little bit, Mm -hmm. but first I would love for you to tell us where you are in the world and tell us a little bit about InBooze. Okay, so I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So it's on the west side of the state. And um, I started in booze in 2018, um, right around fall. And so it's only like a year and a half old at this point. And they're just, it's a line of cocktail infusion kits, or alcohol infusion kits. So it's all dehydrated fruits and herbs and like a little pouch. Of course I have it right here. (laughs) And so then you put this pouch in your alcohol and that's what you drink. So it's a lot smoother, easier cocktail. Um, Most of them are sugar-free and it's just an easy way to have drinks at home without all the fuss and everything. Is it, so it's like a tea bag for your Basically, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And what's your, um, 
what kind, what's your most popular flavor or mix? Um, this time of year, the berry lavender lemonade is really big. Um, that's great because you can use it with like gin or vodka or rum. So it's one of the more versatile ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sangria is always huge too. Uh, that's a great gift mm-hmm. too because it's really easy with a bottle of wine and yeah. yeah are they single? One looked good too. Yeah, the pineapple meals. Yeah, are they single favorite. serving or are they where you would make a pitcher? Um, also, you infuse it in a mason jar, so you get eight to ten cocktails per infusion. But if you want to make it like a, a big punch, you can do that. Or if you just want one drink at a time, you can do that also. It's good for six months once you infuse it, so it's kind of nice. You can do whatever you like with that. Oh, amazing! So yeah. How did you come up with this amazing idea? Oh, geez, uh, I don't. You know, like it's like one of those things. It's like I was looking. I, I I've been a blogger for ten years, and so I was in the food kind of aspect of it, and I was looking for a way to pivot. And I just, the cookbook idea just didn't sound good to me. I didn't want to write, I don't know, just that there was nothing there, but I've always made cocktails and I'm known for my cocktails. So I was like, well, how can I do this so people can make them at home? Cause I used to kind of show people, okay, this is how you make a mule. And people would still say, okay, that's too hard. I don't want to buy all that stuff. So I wanted to make it easy. All you have to do is infuse your alcohol and then pair it with a mixer. That's all you need to do. Um, and so that was just kind of, I started playing around with different ways to do it. And then I just started dehydrating and that's where it kind of, I was like, okay, so if it's dehydrated, it's kind of like a tea bag. So then I put it in the tea thing and it just kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. And yeah. since quarantine, how has your business done? Oh, it's been insane. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been, a, I mean, obviously everybody's drinking more and people are uh-huh. gifting more too. So that's the best that I love to see all the gifts going out. So you can see, you know, like little note cards of either funny notes or just, I miss you. And it's just so cute to see everybody connecting that way. And I love that Embus can do that, you know. But yeah, my sales are up like 3000% right now. <laughs> Amazing. I, I am going insane. Like on the but floor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, I try to organize my packaging area behind me, but it's, it's usually like a mess. I'm just, yeah. But it's just it's, trying to keep your head above water on the, on this. Yes. Yeah. And it's a hard time because you're, you're blowing up because of the fact that, I mean, we're all drinking more probably than we used to. Yes. Um, I certainly am. And then Same. you were saying even that people are gifting, right? That businesses are also buying from you. Yeah. So I've had a, quite a few corporate, um, somebody wanted to do like a single to mile event for their, um, company. So they sent out margaritas to everybody. And so it's nice because I can ship individually too. So it's like, they don't have to worry about that. Uh, so that they did like single to mile ones or just there's Memorial day events. And so a lot of heading in the summer. Hours. Yes. Yeah. So 4th of July, I already have some accounts that are setting up things. And so it's been really fun to have that whole aspect of it too. Just kind of a whole new world. Amazing. Yeah. And the liability for them goes down because people aren't driving from the office to their houses. Now they're at their houses, but it builds morale. So yeah. And and you also don't have to ship alcohol either, which is, that's the biggest thing that I wanted. I would, I didn't want to deal with liquor laws everywhere. So this is just, obviously there's no alcohol included with it. So, and you can make it as a mocktail too. So if you have somebody that's maybe pregnant or doesn't drink, they can make it as a mocktail too. Had their gallbladder out. You know, that's what happened with chocolate. She had to do mocktails for you know quite some time. I wasn't drinking. I've, but quarantine <laughs> yeah. has set, set, like, no one needs a gallbladder anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> and my diet had to change. But, um, so, all, so first, congratulations. Thank you for starting your business, keeping up with your business, and sort of just blowing up and being able to homeschool. Yeah. Have your husband working <laughs> from home and obviously re- grow your business by 3,000% in a couple of months during a global pandemic. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's but and we have a puppy too. I'm like, so I have four kids, oh, yeah. a puppy, and then a, a like an older dog too, who's like hips. It's just all this stuff going on. I'm like, wow. But <laughs> I am lucky that I have a kitchen space that I can go to, and so it's kind of it was kind of my quiet place. So I go there and I package and and then I can kind of get out of the house for a minute. So it's been I've been very grateful to have that. Um, and you have four kids. Yes. Let's like not <laughs> forget the amount of. Yes. So <laughs> did we mention where are you at? Where are you located? And I'm where in, did you grow up? I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, I mm-hmm. grew up in the Lansing area, which is a little bit about an hour from here. And then I went to school in Wisconsin. So I was there for, I was in Madison for almost like eight years. And that's where I met my husband and everything. And then we came back here. I went to the little buffer zone um, between <laughs> my parents. And so we, the hour is a good kind of, not quite my hometown, you know? Right. So then, so now we're in this time of, um, black lives matter, the movement, the protests, the, um, everything that is happening and the conversations that are, are being had in America, specifically, we're speaking to American, um, female business owners. Um, so I want to just kind of talk to you and kind of hear your story because you are biracial and so are your children, but there it's a whole, it's a, there's a lot. And, um, and and we want to kind of just hear from you because of, what, what your challenges are right now, what your challenges have been your whole life ultimately. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So being mixed is always just, it's a different story just because you never really know. You have two different sides of your family. You never really know where to kind of not belong, but you know, it's hard to find your space and understanding with other people. Also, a lot of people are kind of like, and you're mixed just to, just to, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like a lot of people, they don't realize it, but they'll both just come up to me and say, what are you? And I'm like, well, I'm female. Like, what do you mean? You know, I know what they're asking, but I kind of, you know, and that's just something that I've always heard my whole life. And so people want to pinpoint and like exactly understand what you are. You know, they, they look at me and they're like, okay. And a lot of people think that I'm Puerto Rican, you know, that's so it's a lot of different guesses always. Um, but then, so growing up, I was raised by the mostly by the white side of my family. I was adopted by my grandparents and in a smaller town, I was the only minority for the longest time in my grade at least. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you're always trying to fit in, even though you're kind of different, you know? And I was always kind of like the person that would have to explain things to people or I don't know. I, I feel like when I was younger, I would try to kind of mold myself a little bit more just to be able to not stand out as more, much, but even though it's impossible because I do stand out, you know? And so finally in college, I just started to embrace that a little bit more like, oh, I do love my curly hair. Like, I don't want to figure out, you know, I can work with it. You know, like the curly hair was always the biggest thing for me. I was always like, oh, I wish I had straight hair, but now I love it. That's just part of me and just everything else. So just coming into my own as I grew older, you know, I'm 36 now. So it took quite some time. And once I had kids too, it's just one of those things, they're a little bit of everything, you know, but they might just look white to certain to people, you know, so they have to understand that they have cultures also, you know, they have a certain backgrounds that they have to understand, even though they might not look that way. So your husband is also mixed. Yeah. So his, he's Mexican and Italian. Yeah. And then, so. and then you're, black and yeah. Caucasian. Yes. Yeah. So your kids are a beautiful <laughs> mix of a lot of things. Yes. Um, do, so I guess my first question is, do you, I think you were saying that your parents, but do you identify as black to your, do your children? Like, how are you guys kind of, how is that conversation in your family? 
yeah, it's always kind of been hard before, like back in the day, you'd always have to just check one box, you know? And so now luckily there's usually like a mixed box or if I have to, I will say, you know, African-American because I don't really identify only as white. Um, but then my kids are kind of the same way. They're kind of trying to figure out because we can check all these boxes. What mm -hmm. do we, you know, so hopefully, usually they kind of just say that we're mixed, you know, I'm mixed and that's what they say. And um, they are learning to embrace it and just kind of figure out exactly what they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like you are, well, you live in the Midwest, so you're a minority there for sure. You're a minority in the alcohol industry because it's predominantly white male, right? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So um, how have there been any, what have your struggles been as far as as a business owner or as a, you know, a mixed female business owner, what, what can you, have you had any struggles with that? Yes, for sure. Especially, yeah, just, I feel like there's so many people, especially if I go to something, I've done a lot of pitch competitions and everything like that. And they'll just kind of say, okay, like, they just feel like they see me and like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know how to make cocktails or she doesn't, you know, they kind of just downplay, I actually do know what I'm doing. And it's just, or someone, I don't remember what it was, but I applied for something and then they, I didn't get the funding, and but they had a meeting with me afterwards. Like, oh, we, we just really loved your product. Um, and we thought that you were more buttoned up. Basically saying that, oh, we were kind of surprised how eloquent you were. And I'm like, okay, what is that supposed to mean? You know, I kind of wanted to push it a little bit further. Like they just, they, Did it's you push just, it? I, at the time I was just kind of so like, whoa, you know, I was caught. And that's the thing I always think later, you know, I, I should have said something right then, but I was just kind of like, okay, what does buttoned up mean? You know, what did you expect me to be? Um, but of course I didn't. And I came in the car right home. I was like, ah, you know, I was thinking about the things I should have said, but it's just, I, it, there's just so many things that, especially, I feel like if you're a male running your business, it's so different than being a female. You have with me having four kids, my family has come first, you know, and so I can't, I wasn't at first able to do all the things that I wanted to be able to do because I'm still raising my kids. And so I feel like in the male aspect, not to generalize, but I feel like they have a little bit more freedom to kind of like, okay, I'm going to start my business is what I need to do. I don't know. I feel like I've always kind of felt a little bit of pushback because I do have some limitations for my time. I don't know. Yeah. Don't and know how's it sense. going with navigating everything that's happening right now is are things happening in Michigan right now? Yes, yes. Yeah. We've had quite, we had a curfew up until last night, but yeah, so all weekend there were really bad riots downtown here in Grand Rapids. Um, there were peace, police cards blown up and everything. And um, it was really, really sad. You know, it's just, it's mm -hmm. hard. And then having those conversations with the kids also, um, this is, it's not like we're out late anyway. We're not really going anywhere, but you know, hey, we have to go here now because the curfew is at seven. And they're like, why, you know, and all that stuff. And so just the conversations of how to stay stay safe and it, you don't want to worry your kids too much either, but they need to realize that there is something going on and it has to do with racial relations. You know, it's not just Oh, the virus, because I have so many things that we're juggling right now. It's just kind of, yeah. It's, but, a, um, it's a lot for kids to yes. understand. I mean, we fortunately didn't have to grow up with, I mean, I don't know, quarantining for, you know, this long. Um, so I just want, cause I want to tell your story. So the other, the other thing here is like, we were talking about, um, your identity and then even your kids not looking like you. Yeah. And I'm just, I just really want you to kind of share because so much of it, we had a message from one of our, um, 
you know, black uh, community members. And she was like, it's literally just skin. She's like, it's just skin. And, and even within your family, it's just skin. Um, and I'm just, I guess I'm just, just wanting to hear more of the story of like, even looking different than your children and, and the challenges there, because again, you're in the Midwest and there's all these things and where it's not just skin. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It's just kind of, you know, I have always kind of looked younger. And so when I have my kids out with me, they just, people kind of assume, okay, well, she is a nanny. And so then people just kind of like, oh, you know, they make their little comments about me being the nanny or then, oh, your hands are full kind of thing. I don't know. It's just always kind of like, no, these are my kids. Why would I take them out in public? I'm not taking four kids to the grocery store if I don't have to, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's that, you know, it's just, they they kind of downplay like, oh, well, they don't look alike. So why are they... together you know it's like people have to be exactly the same almost it's like if the puzzle pieces aren't fitting for them then they're confused and they ask questions and you know the kids even they feel when I go to school then people like oh okay but if I'm not you know if I'm not dropping them off every day they're riding the bus you know people don't see me as their mom they might not realize that they're mixed because they don't quite look that way and so that's kind of always been something that they've been whenever they say they're mixed at school people are kind of confused you know but they are, you know, they have to embrace that also. Yeah, it's just one of those harder things. But yeah, as a business owner though, it's just kind of with this whole movement, I do, cause I've always kind of been within, I'm not, you know, like a, I, I wouldn't, I am considered a, a black owned business, but I, I feel like it's more like a woman of color. I don't really say, you know, I, I don't mind identifying as a black owned business, but you know, I feel like some people are like, no, she's not, that's not right. You know, and so it's just, I, I, being not quite in the same box is different. You know, it's one of those things that you kind of have to struggle with a little bit. And I don't want to feel guilty for saying I'm black owned business, but then I am at the same time, you know, but it's just mm-hmm. that um, for me, it's for some reason I have some sort of weird feeling about that. I don't know why. I mean, I'm going to say for me and I, I, I don't think you're alone in that feeling either. You know, it's, it's, it's that feeling of not knowing where you stand and are you enough of one way or not enough of another? Yeah. And I, and I think that your voice is really powerful in this because it just, it's, it's something that you deal with and and you don't even know where to stand within the, the thing. Right. And ultimately we've always tried to just amplify women owned businesses, you know, and uh, we appreciate you doing this with us because this is another, another topic that people are having. And even this discussion as it's different than other people's discussions is an important discussion to have even within the black community. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And even yesterday I was just, do I put something up? You know, it was one of those things like, can I promote myself or should I just put a black box? You know, what do I, what am I supposed to do? And it was one of those things that kind of wavered back and forth about. And it, my husband's like, why are you overthinking this? But for me, that's just in my head, you know, it's just something mm-hmm. I start doing. I don't know. And I think all of us were overthinking that, especially you, because it is like, I think you put it really well when you said, I didn't know. It's like having people watch you while you pick what box you're going to select and yes. then seeing if they agree with what box you checked. Yes. You know, and that's got to be really hard, um, especially if I'm sure your town and I live in Iowa. Um, and I feel like it has the same feel of Michigan a lot. It's like, they see you a certain way. And then another group sees you a different way. So it's like you, I'm sure have a hard time fitting where you need to fit. Yeah, for sure. 
I, I completely agree with that. And even my husband feels the same way, you know, cause he has, you know, he's doesn't ex- look how people assume somebody would look Mexican, but he, people will say stuff in front of him. He's like, you know, that I'm half Mexican, you know, it's, it's one of those things that people say things and they're not thinking that we, I don't know. Well, I, it's hard to explain, you know, like you don't, people say offensive things. You're like, what, what, what's going on? People shouldn't even say that around anybody, but it's just like, oh, well, she, he doesn't look that way. So if we're going to say this now kind of thing. It just shows you how systemically messed up things are, it really you is, know, yeah. that it goes way, way, way back. You know, we all have cultural biases, interracial, um, intercultural um, racism, all the things, but um, yeah, a I love that you have a different voice to things and that is your story, you know, and I, and I agree with Jacqueline that you definitely are not alone in that. And that's something we want to show people um, is, you know, and then it's just, you know, with your product, I mean, it's just amazing. You really are a disruptor, you know, like um, you are disrupting the male white booze industry with beautiful flowery you know feminine black owned business to an industry i mean it's amazing to see well thank you yeah and i have all my bright colors when i go to shows i have like all the bright stuff you know i want it to be bright and you know yeah and it's it also they're really it's hard starting a business like this it's not like i'm doing like candles or something where not to but you know it's like where i have all the comps i can like oh okay this is what i can kind of compare this to i don't have that and so i have like maybe two other companies in this country but nobody's doing it the way i'm doing so Mm -hmm. i have to protect myself at the same time i have to build this as fast as i can before someone copies me but then also protect like what i'm doing i don't know it's just it's been kind of crazy um just keeping up with the demand and knowing that there is a demand there, but also kind of carefully building it. So I can be the only one at this point, you know, I'm sure there'll be some people later, but at this point I have to keep, I don't know, kind of my bubble small, but enough to build my company. If that makes any sense. Yeah. To stay ahead of it. And yeah, yeah. Like Mina said, I mean, ultimately a disruptor in, in so many ways. So I appreciate you sharing your story with us. Thank you. You are an incredible business and we've been following you for a while now. And, um, after this, I think we're going to be ordering a lot of, (laughs) a lot of kits. (laughs) It is, it is so perfect for summer too, like going to the beach and just everything. It's just nice to have some, and it's, I just like that. They're so smooth. You know, I just, you don't get the hangover from all the sugar and it's just, it's fun to have. Yeah. So tell our, so first and foremost, thank you. And then second off, please tell our listeners how they can connect with you, follow you and buy from you. Okay. So I'm at just in It's one word I N B O O Z E. And then on Instagram, it's in kits. And then on Facebook is in also. So just I N B O O Z E. And I will be having um, a stock up sale for summer on the 25th of June. So I always do like a quick Facebook event and then you get have a special deal and it's just a great way to get a good stuff at, on the sale kind of thing. So Amazing. I did one of, yeah, I did one a few weeks ago and I was like, well, I think I'm going to do that instead of all the shows that are being canceled, you know, so it's kind of nice. And I'm just going to say really quick, I'm going to jump in um, right now with COVID in the time of COVID things are already a struggle for product-based businesses. And then, and then in our support of um, buying from buying from black business owners, people of color, however we want to phrase this though, I am not taking advantage of any of the discount codes. And so I would just like to share that with everybody here. If they're listening that 
we can use our discount codes at another point, but right now just small businesses are dealing with, um, lots of challenges. So I would just say, let's all buy from you before the sale. And then they can reorder from you during okay. the sale. I do really like that. Cause I, I appreciate, you know, just especially trying to keep up with the demand. And then I feel like I have to have sales, but then mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't, you know, like Coach you on that after this call. (laughs) And I I want to highlight something you said, because the whole reason I love that you are on here sharing your story and sharing your voice. I so much appreciate that because, you know, um, when you said, you know, it's not like I have something to compare it to, you know, there's candle companies. I don't know. You're truly a disruptor and you're having to pave the way in a path that's harder because nobody's taken that path yet. Then you don't have anybody to compare to for somebody living in the Midwest, have super mixed family, being, you know, minority. And, and so you're a disruptor in that way too. But I hope that somebody sees this video and they say, I understand that. And they, I resonate with that. And I never thought there was somebody out there that had to deal with the same things as me. So I love that we're amplifying your voice as well, because I know that there's people out there that feel the same way as you do. Yes. Yeah. And I would love to hear from people too. I would love if people would reach out to me and tell me their story, like, especially, you know, just trying to fit in, in that little areas, the bubbles and stuff like that, uh, the boxes, or I should say, you know, I would love to hear from other people because everybody's story is different, but we can have similar, you know, experiences. Absolutely. So real quick, because we are live on Facebook, somebody wants to know, do you (laughs) ship to the UK? I do. So it does take about three or four weeks right now, but it it will get there. Yeah, I do. And I ship to Canada. There are a few boutiques that are opening in Canada that have it. So Amazing. All right. Well, thank you, um, Ashley, for being on with us. And um, thank you for everyone that's listened or watched. Thank you for having me. Before you go, we want to continue to amplify Black voices and share your business with more people. If you're a Black-owned business and you, or you want to share one, head over to Instagram at The Product Boss, where we have an extensive list. It's also linked in our show notes. And this is also a great place to support and purchase from Black-owned businesses, not only today, but always.